It's The Takeaway. I'm Melissa Harris-Perry. Thanks for being with us today. Last week, I had the honor of addressing a wonderfully wonky conference hosted by the La Follette School of Public Affairs at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. It is my honor to introduce our closing keynote speaker, Dr. Melissa Harris-Perry. Wow, I barely even started. That kind of warm reception is part of the reason Madison, Wisconsin regularly earns top honors as one of the best places to live in the country. Serving as the state's capital with a population of just over a quarter million residents, in the last quarter, Madison boasted an unemployment rate of just 1.6%. There's so many things. Some of it is our geography, our beautiful lakes, the fact that we're on an isthmus. Some of it is our people. Our people are friendly and generous and caring and progressive. My name is Satya Rhodes-Conway. I'm the mayor of Madison, Wisconsin. Some of it is our institutions, the fact that we have UW-Madison here, Madison College, some you know, large national businesses. Some of it is our events, the farmer's market, uh, the kites on ice. The, I mean, there's, there's so many wonderful things that happen in Madison. Um, but there is, I think, just a, a Madison attitude, welcoming and curious and wanting to get things right. While I was in town, I dropped by to spend a little time with Mayor Rhodes Conway as part of our ongoing series, 23 Mayors in 2023. We're heading right in here to the Madison City Hall. At the same time that we're, you know, number one or top 10 on lists around livability and where to start a business and where to raise a family, we're also at the bottom of lists uh, in terms of racial disparities and not on the list of best places to start a black family, <laughs> just for example. Um, and so we have a lot of work to do to make that you know most livable city be true for everyone in Madison. Um, and that it's an abiding challenge. And part of the work that I've been trying to do over the past four years and hope to do for the next four is to make sure that Madison remains a place um, where everybody can thrive, not just people with means. It's work she doesn't have to do alone. I asked Mayor Rhodes Conway to tell me about a person whose work embodies the spirit of Madison. One person who jumps to mind is uh, Lisa Payton Kerr, who runs the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. Mm. And um, she and her husband raised their family here, and their kids went to our schools. And here's Peyton Kerr kicking off the organization's annual conference last May. On the backs of our mothers, the world has stood. On the strong shoulders of our mothers, we stand today. Good morning and welcome to the second annual Wisconsin Black Maternal and Child Health Summit. My name is Lisa Payton Kerr, CEO and president of the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. They do, I mean, they do literally like wellness programming. So like mm-hmm. they have yoga and they have, mm-hmm. you know, but they also do advocacy and yep. they are part of a, a collaboration that is focused on maternal um, and child mm-hmm. wellness yeah. and reducing mortality. And that's with our hospitals and our public health. Um, agency and a number of other folks. And so she, I think, really embodies um, something about Madison, which is 
seeing a problem mm -hmm. and wanting to work on it and starting small and growing. Quick break. Back with more with Mayor Rhodes Conway of Madison, Wisconsin, right after this. Hi, I'm Alexis Ohanian. You may know me as one of the co-founders of Reddit, but more recently, a large part of my identity is being a father to my wonderful daughters. In my podcast, Business Dad, I hope to open the conversation about working parents a bit. You'll get to hear from a wide range of business dads, from Rain Wilson and Guy Raz to Todd Carmichael and Shane Battier, to find out how they balance being a dad with a successful career. Business Dad is available now, so be sure to listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You're back on The Takeaway, and we're still talking with the mayor of Madison, Wisconsin, as part of our 23 Mayors in 2023 series. It was a balmy 50 degrees the day I visited, so the mayor and I decided to take a little walk. And as soon as we stepped outside of City Hall, we found ourselves in the shadow of the breathtaking Capitol building of the state legislature. Constructed entirely in white granite, at the top of the massive dome stands a gilded bronze statue known as Wisconsin. It's more than 15 feet tall. And if you peer closely, you'll see that sitting on the head of the mighty Wisconsin is... It's a badger! absolutely wild. It's the most fabulous thing ever. I mean, you know, like we are the Badger State, right? We take that very seriously around here. And you will find all sorts of badgers across uh, Madison, but in particular in the Capitol building. And, you know, there are stone badger heads, but the best is definitely the fact that there's a badger on the top of the golden statue. So I wondered how the work done inside that building affected this Democratic mayor in a progressive city given that Republicans hold supermajorities in both the state house and state Senate. It's incredibly frustrating. You know, we've been preempted in so many things by the state legislature and um, we can't have a local minimum wage. We can't um, even think about an earned sick time policy. We don't control building codes and we have severe limits on our budget. I mean, you can just go down the list of ways that um, the state has taken away local control. But I think the thing that's most frustrating is that the legislature doesn't actually represent the state of Wisconsin. Our legislative maps have been so severely gerrymandered that those uh, majorities are not reflective of the people of Wisconsin or, or of the way that they vote. Um, they're reflective of the way the lines have been drawn. So we turned away from the Capitol building and took a short walk toward Lake Monona. So this is Monona Terrace. That's our community and convention center. Um, flanked by the state's uh, DH DHS building, Department of Health and Family Services, and uh, the Madison Club and the Hilton, um, which is, has the room blocks for the convention center generally. Built in 1997, yeah. the convention well, center is based on plans designed by Frank Lloyd Wright in 1938. And Wright's aesthetic is instantly recognizable in the sweeping curves of the low-slung building that hugged the bends of Lake Monona, still frozen on a March afternoon. 
If I walked out on that lake right now, would it hold? It It is that frozen, but it's on the edge of... Um, I, I might not. Uh, I'm trying to look over on the bay. I think there's there's there. still ice fishers on the bay, yeah, so that's how you know. Sure. Talk to me about indigenous communities mm. and their relationship with the lake. Yeah. So this is, um, we're on the ancestral lands of the Ho-Chunk Nation. They lived here all around the lakes um, for tens, hundreds of thousands of years. Um, and we actually have evidence of that now because we found in... Lake Mendota, a, a diver from the Historical Society who was out for a recreational training dive found a dugout canoe. So this was two years ago, maybe. We did this in this whole process. They found it and excavated it and brought it up and started to preserve it. These small moments of connection, of layers of meaning in a single place, emerged repeatedly while I talked with Mayor Rhodes Conway. I am biased, <laughs> but I do love cities. Um, I think cities are special um, because of proximity. And it's it's the proximity of people, but it's also the proximity of resources and ideas. You know, cities are, are where things come together and people's lives overlap and different ways of thinking overlap and different cultures overlap and different work types of work overlap and you get something really interesting out of those intersections and there's a whole economic theory of cities right which has to do with that concentration of economic activity and um, but you also think about that that sort of concentration and overlap effect in land use as well and um, in environmental impact where actually people who live in cities tend to have a smaller environmental footprint um, because we're sharing so many uh, so much space and resources together so i think there is something about that intersection that makes cities special and smaller footprints are important to the mayor because she's chair of u.s climate mayors Cities are the place that impact people's daily lives the most. And so if you think about, you know, the delivery of um, water and sewer services, the the uh, waste management, trash pickup, the design of streets and land use planning, all of this is cities. And all of those things have an impact on greenhouse gas footprints. So there's a tremendous amount that cities and mayors can do. And that's part of what climate mayors works on, farther, faster in terms of climate. Collaborative work between and among mayors is another theme for Madison City Leader. I had a chance to witness it while we were walking through the convention center. Hey, Mayor Rosenberg. Here's another mayor. Oh, hey, another mayor. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Katie Rosenberg, who we ran into there, has been mayor of Wausau, Wisconsin, since April of 2020. Katie is the queen of um, selfies and the amazing mayor of Wausau. I try and do good photos for people here. All right. So, yeah. We have a group of women mayors across the country. Yeah. It's, um, we have a text chain and um, we, you know, sort of keep each other going. And... If you think about it, there's only one mayor in any given place, right? So we don't have peers in our cities. Um, and so in the way that, uh, you know, somebody who uh, you know, runs an HR department could reach out to, uh, you know, surrounding companies nearby and say, hey, you, how, what's your HR department doing? What can I learn? Here's a thing that I'm trying. And um, mayors can't do that in their places. So we have to look beyond our 
our borders and connect with mayors, um, you know, nearby, but but also around the country and around the world. And it's been really important and rewarding for me to have those connections, uh, particularly with other women mayors, and um, both within Wisconsin and and beyond. You know, some of it is yes, sharing the ideas and the best practices and helping each other solve problems. But but some of it is just the sort of day-to-day emotional support of this is a hard job. And you don't really understand that unless you've been a mayor. So having other mayors to provide that moral support has been really important. And while she works with and relies on other mayors from across the state and the country, Mayor Rhodes Conway also stands apart because she's a history maker the first openly LGBTQ mayor of Madison. I stand on some pretty big shoulders here in Wisconsin. People uh, like David Clarenbach and Dick Wagner and Tammy Baldwin and Mark Pocan, uh, who were firsts and have really paved the way for out queer elected officials. But I also know that, you know, young people see me in this office and It helps them to see themselves in elected office. Mayor Rhodes Conway, mayor of Madison, Wisconsin. Thanks so much for taking the time. Thank you. It's been a real pleasure. It was great to welcome you here. I hope you'll come back. 